Welcome to this episode of The Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street, USA. On this episode, we're dishing on all things Flower and Garden Festival in Epcot. We spent the day eating and drinking around the World Showcase, and we're going to tell you what to order, what to skip, our tips for a successful festival trip, and more. I'm Colin, and I'm joined by my wife, Bella, and we are the Millennials on Main Street, and we are joined again by Bethany Vinton. Hello! This is so strange because we're in person right now, (laughs) and we're usually on FaceTime. I know, it is weird. It is different, that's for sure. I mean, honestly, it's a lot easier, but still. Yeah. 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 And not only are we together, we're recording it in Disney World, so if you hear friendship boats (laughs) honking in the background, consider it a little... You know, extra Disney magic for you today. You will, you will hear friendship boats. They come and go nonstop to Hollywood Studios and Epcot, and they're pretty loud. So that's your little, your little extra magic. That's right. All right. What, <laughs> what are we drinking? <laughs> okay, it's also not even ten a.m. yet, no. and we spent yesterday drinking around Epcot. So the word cocktail is rough at this morning. So yeah. I'm drinking apple juice. <laughs> yes, I'm currently drinking water. I did have an orange juice right before we started. I'm drinking a latte. So. Oh. <laughs> Not our typical beverages for the week, but no. it is what it is. Well, mine is actually it close is. to typical. <laughs> <laughs> the one Bethany said cocktail, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I considered doing mimosas this morning, but I was like, I don't even want to do that. No, thank no, you. No, <laughs> no. But we, d- we did spend the day at Flower and Garden yesterday. It was the first day of the festival. Yesterday was uh, March 2nd, which is, you know. A good, a good day. It was our first time. Was it all your first times at the first day of a festival? Oh, yeah. 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 I was scared going into it because (laughs) I feel like on the internet, they make it seem like it's terrible. And I will say, I don't think it was as bad as my anticipation was yesterday. I agree. I I didn't think the crowds were as bad. Actually, when we left, it it did get worse. That was because everyone was getting off work and hopping in Epcot. Um, But during the day, I actually didn't think it was too bad. We walked up to certain booths, and there wasn't even a line. I know. That was nice. There was one person in front of us, so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was the first day of the festival, but I was impressed with the difference on, you know, between what my expectation was compared to reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a little brief history on Flower and Garden Festival. This is actually the 29th year of Flower and Garden. I'm shocked. I'm I am shocked. too. It began in 1993. So next year, we'll see what they do for the 30th anniversary. Um, but this one runs through July 4th of this year. Starting last year, they extended it a lot. It used to only run about 90 days, and now it's I mean, a lot more than 90 days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. But it is, I will say, the prettiest festival out of all of them because it obviously features topiaries um, and a lot of flowers throughout the entire park the park smells amazing it does and it's beautiful and that's always been my favorite time of year to come Mm -hmm. because of that it's like you know like when you decorate your house for christmas and then you take your christmas decorations down and then you're like your house just feels sad i feel like that's epcot after flower garden i would agree i'm like i wish it just looked like this all the time Mm -hmm. it's beautiful yeah they have 23 topiaries this year a ton of merch which features heavily orange bird so if that's your thing you're going to love March. I did see some Figment. Yeah, Figment made a weird appearance at the yeah. festival this year. There's only a couple things, but, yeah. you know. I feel like he's got Festival of the Arts. It is. Know. That's the <clears> thing. Yeah, orange definitely. Bird. Orange Bird's here. Yeah. The Flower yeah, Garden. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the merch was, was, you know, cute. It's cute. I bought yeah. a bucket hat. I had to match the crew. We were all wearing squeeze me bucket hats <laughs> with Orange Bird. With your, with your shirt that says, actually, don't squeeze don't me. Squeeze, <laughs> please don't squeeze me. <laughs> But there's a lot of things. They actually brought back the Garden Rocks concert this year, which is a nightly concert at Epcot. It usually like goes, I think, three times a night. Yes. And it's included with your admission, so it's free. And they also have like 
pretty good artists that yeah. come and play it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, plain white tees. Yeah, yeah. Simple plans gonna Simple be there. Simple plan. I mean, nice. Killing it for the '90s babies. Right. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then one other thing we'll add that I don't think any of us saw last night. No. It was the first night. Um, the Beacons of Magic Spaceship Earth is actually doing a tribute to Pocahontas and Color of the Wind, um, which I did hear was a little more underwhelming than Rainbow Connection, but yeah. still. Yeah. Well, the Rainbow Connection one was. Yes. I mean, I didn't see it in person. Again, why it should was, it go away? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was stay. beautiful. So. Yeah. But we got to get to the main the main dish on this, which is the 18 outdoor kitchens at Ooh. Flower and Garden. Lots of booths everywhere. Lots yes. of booths. Lots of food, lots of drink. We ate and drank it all, too. Yes. So we're going to give you the lowdown on all of the best food and drink there. Lots well, of thoughts. Almost all. Almost. Almost all. <laughs> we, we did skip a booth or two, but... <laughs> <laughs> to be... Later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right, before we dive into uh, the different booths, let's just go over like top tips for a successful festival because I think they pertain to it before we get to food, which yeah. our number one tip I'll let you guys talk about because this is like one of your guys' main top tips and I think it's amazing. Yeah, so our main tip for this festival and also for just budgeting in Disney in general is using Disney gift cards, but for the festivals they have special gift cards that are wearable, so they're on like a little kind of like elastic that you can put around your wrist, a little gift card, and this time it was like a flower shape and it had some different like flower and garden characters on there, which was great, but we use them all the time. We load them up at the beginning of the festival. Mm -hmm. It's easy, it's on your wrist, you just scan the gift card at each booth. Sometimes the only thing is you have to pull out your ID to mm -hmm. get you know, an ID, but it's better than fumbling with cash and a card and all that. Literally, wear the gift card the whole time, scan it, done. It's so fast, it's so easy, and it's a good way to budget. Yes, yeah, we have done it almost every festival we've been to. And I love it. It's incredibly convenient, and I think it's just like a, I think our favorite tip. Yeah. <laughs> I like the access of it, and I also said yesterday I like it because I don't feel like I'm spending money because you <laughs> load your budget onto it. I'm like, my bank notifies me every time I use my debit card, so yeah. I was like, I don't get those notifications, so I'm like, this is free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But, you know, you're also staying on budget because you only load a certain amount onto it, which I didn't right. use all the amount that I loaded yesterday, so. Neither did no. we. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't either. And what's nice, too, is once you scan it, your balance will pop up on that screen, and they'll also, um, when they give you the receipt, it has the balance on there, so you can kind of keep track as you go. So that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll break down the full budget on a bonus episode of this where I'm going to tell people how much money I spent on this trip, and then probably cry to myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a few more tips that will get you started in at Flower and Garden. One, to beat the lines, because lines can get crazy, especially certain booths. Germany, for example, always has the most ridiculous lines ever. Yes. So, so what is our top tip for beating the lines? Splitting up. Splitting up. If you go with a group, which I suggest you do, it's really hard with even two people. I think it's a lot easier with, you know, three, four or more people. And then you can split up and, you know, because a lot of the booths are close to one another. Mm -hmm. So if you split up, then, you know, someone can wait in this line, someone can wait in that line, and then you can meet and you can have a couple of booths at one time. Um, so, I, I mean, we did that yesterday and it, was, it worked out really great. It did. And the other bonus to going with a group is that you can share stuff, mm -hmm. right? So it's not like one person's eating all this food. There's a lot of food, even though the portion sizes are getting smaller and smaller and smaller, <laughs> and we'll talk about that too. Uh, but it's nice to be able to just share some stuff. So we were able to eat a lot and everyone got an opinion on everything because we only bought maybe one of them and split them amongst us. So it's a great way to be able to taste a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
it's it's the perfect way to do it and again even if you're like sharing drinks and you don't want to share drinks you can always ask them for an extra cup or anything like that yeah. and for the most part they'll do it there's like a few exceptions if it comes in like a specialty glass because they have to do give they have to give you special glasses for alcohol but they're they're pretty good with you know making accommodating for that type of situation all right so let's dive in to why we're all here <laughs> to talk yes. about these 18 kitchens and everything so we're gonna go we're gonna go booth by booth we're gonna go in i the proper order <laughs> not the order that the pamphlet is printed in because the order of the pamphlet can we just another i, I don't even understand how that do they order. not put things in order in a pamphlet and it's like there is no rhyme or reason to it it's just all over the place correct None. i don't get it i was so confused yesterday so i was slipping through i was like wait did I skip it? No. Is it? I don't even know. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, but that, you know, we always, every time we're like, if Disney's listening, if you're listening, please order, pick an order, stick with it. Yes. <laughs> um, but we're going to start over by Test Track and then we're going to work our way through Mexico and then around the World Showcase. So mm -hmm. over at Test Track, they have the Sunshine Griddle. So what do we like here? The fried cinnamon roll bites. Yeah. Yes. With cream cheese frosting and candied bacon. They're not that expensive either. I think they're four seventy five on average. Everything at the festival this year went up twenty five cents. Yeah. Um. But that to me was a standout, and I don't like sweet things. But they were stuffed with this amazing like icing cream and phenomenal in my opinion for the price. And the candy bacon was a really good touch. Mm -hmm. It needed a little bit of saltiness, and I think the bacon added that. Um. I really liked it. I didn't think I was going to. Is this yeah. was also you know. I was already kind of full at this point, but when we had this, I, you know, I, it looked pretty good. So I was like, well, I might as well try it. And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And for, for being fried cinnamon coated, it had a, it had an icing drizzle and then it was mm -hmm. filled with, I like the sound of it is like, it's going to be sickeningly sweet. And it honestly was not. No. Um, the candy bacon's definitely an MVP here, but it's not sweet overall. Um, but I also got the, uh, Joffrey's coffee cold brew cocktail, which I really liked. It was strong. It yes. was strong. And there were there's another coffee type cocktail that like won the festival for me, but this one was still really good. It was just a little a little heavy handed, but here for it. I took one sip of it and we had, this is where we finished at yep. the end of the day. I took one sip of it. I was like, she came to the party because right. it's milk, rum, coffee liqueur, and vanilla vodka. Yes. They are not messing around with this drink. No. Uh, it's delicious, but she's in for a rough ride. Yeah. So if you wanna, if, if you're starting here, it's a good more, it's a good morning cocktail. Good it's morning. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When this open at eleven, head over there, get those. Get it. Get into it. Exactly. And I will say this: we got the avocado toast, and one, I know it's day one of the festival, so I don't want to put a mass judgment on it, but we waited forever at this booth. We did for it, um, and then when we got it. It's not what it was last year. Last year it also had goat cheese. The bread was a little thicker. It was super thin this year that we took one bite and it just Crumbled. completely fell apart. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would say skip it, even though last year this was high on my list. It's pretty. Yeah. It comes with little flowers on it and yeah. it's totally everything flower and garden. But... Instagrammable, but it doesn't follow up. Yeah. You know? No. no, I think the bread was the biggest letdown. Yes. Yeah. I had high expectations for it, especially with last year's and... If you had it last year, just don't expect it to be that. No. <laughs> All right. Farmer's Feast. Yes. Let's dive in. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. 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 Except, I mean... I, you know what? I, well, I'm going to take it back because the yeah. entire menu as a whole, not phenomenal. <laughs> no. But there's a standout here. There's yes. a standout. It's the char-grilled char bison ribeye. Oh my gosh, was it good. Came with creamy leek fondue, roasted cauliflower, Romanesco import wine. 
goat cheese butter. It was so good. Dead. Send me home. I would say (laughs) my tip is get a bite of all three things together because all those ingredients just worked phenomenally together, in my opinion. Phenomenal. And the the bison ribeye was just cooked to perfection. And it was funny. We were talking about like, oh, this is so good. And the, the guy, the cast member who was actually grilling them behind us was like, thanks. <laughs> we're like, well done, sir. Well yes. done. <laughs> and I will say, I think bison can be intimidating for people because they're like, yeah. it might taste too gamey or anything like that. And that was not the case at all. No. Yeah, yeah. I love, I like bison. And I don't have it that often. Um, but it, it was a very good cut of meat. Yeah. Very good. And just the, the plate just was, overall, it was beautiful. It, it was really, wonderful. really pretty. Something that was not wonderful. <laughs> Bella, you want to talk about it? <laughs> okay, well, first off, Colin all of a sudden was like, yeah, let's get the chilled potato and leek soup. And I was like, who gets cold soup? <laughs> so, anyway, we got it, and it was unfortunately horrible. Yeah. It was so, it was so salty, yeah. and that was kind of the only note. That was the only flavor I at least tasted. Um, I, the crispy leeks were, were nice. <laughs> I loved the crispy leeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I could get a plate of that, and yeah. I would think I would have been fine. Yeah, that was good. That was good. But <laughs> Leave the, the entire itself... bowl of soup over there, <laughs> yeah. give me the topping. I will say, though, I mean, if cold soup is your thing, they, they did give you a hefty portion of soup. Two ladlefuls. <laughs> I was watching them pour this soup in this bowl, and I was like, Dang, that's a lot of cold soup. It is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it wasn't for me. It was, well, it, it wasn't for us. I don't think. No, yeah. it, it was just cold cold liquid salt, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was well, not yeah. it. No. But, I mean, honestly, the bison made up for it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 100% really stand did. out. Really did. I will say, I also got the hibiscus lemonade cocktail, and it had a hibiscus gin. Yep. Um, beautiful. Stunning. But, okay, this is where my biggest complaint of the festival is going to come for cocktails. Yeah. So, I understand we're trying to get moved from straws, and, you know, they switched to paper straws. Now, there's just no straws in Epcot. And I only had, like, my, like, fanny pack, which does not hold a straw. So, at this booth, they pour the gin on the top of it. I ask, do you have a straw? They say no. I don't know how they expect you to drink that cocktail, because it's just a layer of gin at the top. Yeah. Um, And this reoccurred at multiple booths in the festival where they I asked about straws and they were like we don't have straws so one bring your own straws and two to me that's just like not acceptable you cannot do that with a drink and expect expect people to enjoy it no it's just not enjoyable so to me that's like I got a knife and I stirred it with a knife and I was like this is ridiculous we're (laughs) wasting just the same amount of plastic at this point that's right Mm -hmm. um but bringing your reusable straws I know that I always bring mine but I just didn't have room for them yesterday and I tried 86 up men now i regret it no. but i just it needs to be stirred it was fine but it, it ruined fine. it for me yeah no, it was more fine. pretty i think it was pretty it, it was. T- took a nice picture but that's it i i got the uh the raspberry lemon verbena the sparkling hard tea it was nice it was nice it was refreshing mm-hmm. you know kind of what i needed on that hot day um i just got a little six ounce pour of it it was plenty yeah okay so hopping over to travel and trellis which is hosted by impossible mm-hmm. um this also had one of my standout dishes of mm-hmm. the festival mm-hmm. uh which was the boneless impossible korean short rib came with cilantro lime rice slaw and kimchi mayo it was so good delicious this was here last year as well and i don't know what they do to this but it is phenomenal the yes. flavor is so well-rounded in this dish it is packed with the flavor though the like consistency of the short ribs because it's impossible is phenomenal in my opinion agreed um and Everything together, just, it's perfection. Yeah, the slaw was really good. 
I think my only negative, and this is a very small negative, was they did give you a large piece of bok choy, and oh, it had yeah. kind of zero flavor. It was just there. I think it was just on the plate to make it look pretty. Um, I ate it, but it was just a large piece of bok choy. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is I did not eat my bok choy, oh. and I'm usually a bok choy person, but mm-hmm. last year I remember having it, and there was a moment where I was like, nope, nope. And I love bok choy, yeah. like ramen, any of those yeah, things, yeah. but absolutely not. No, no it, it was, was it was there. definitely like a steamed piece of bok choy that was kind of cold. Yeah. And it just, there was a lot of water. <laughs> it was just not very good. But anyway, that was literally my only negative. And that's not even really a negative. I mean, just don't eat it. Yep. yep. Just the rest, do what I did. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the rest of it was great. I loved the slaw and the rice together. With little the, pickled yeah. vinegary oh, slaw, it was yes, so good. Yeah. every time, yes. And the kimchi mayo is great. Like mm-hmm. everything just works so well it together really in that one. It really does. I also tried. I don't know if you guys did the impossible sausage and kale soup. We did not. I had it again last year. Again, it was warm out yesterday, so I don't think soup is always the best. Last year, I remember having it was like raining and it was perfect. <laughs> I will say it is thick. She's like a really? chili. She's not a soup, in my opinion. The flavors were still great. I would order it again if, you know, maybe it was, like, nighttime in Epcot. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. It just was not a soup. It was more of a chili, but the flavors <clears throat> were pretty phenomenal. We both got the matcha cranberry lime green tea mm-hmm. with vodka. Yes. Yes. Well, except for Bella. She got hers without the vodka. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I for did. the record. Let yeah. the record show. <laughs> <laughs> I did get it without vodka. I liked it. I loved it. I thought it was, it was light great. and refreshing. Mm-hmm. I know matcha can be like scary to people hearing that because I feel like matcha is a flavor that most people don't typically have. But all those flavors are so light. It is like drinking a refresher. Yeah, totally. it is. I actually didn't get a lot of matcha and because I'm not a big matcha fan. It can get a little overwhelming and I didn't get a lot of it. I thought it was nice. It was very, very light. So that was good. It was. And the only thing I wish is I wish it was a little more boozy. <laughs> But I noticed that this was the first booth we went to, and I noticed that they didn't have on the vodka, they didn't have a pourer, yeah. a speed pourer on the vodka. And so she was just kind of like pouring it and eyeballing it. So like, I feel like we might have gotten a little skimped on the vodka that time, but like, still delicious, would love a little more vodka. Bless her soul. I hope they gave her one. Uh, I yeah, hope they right? did, because I, I was, I was like That's a lot a, of pressure. Right. You should, you, those people aren't bartenders. Right. So, but, and, and the one that comes with vodka is served in, like, a cute little mason jar that yes. has trowel and trellis and uh, says Flower and Garden Festival. So, if you're a collect- collectible cups person, I think it's, like, 11 bucks, so it's not a bad deal for a collectible mm-hmm. cup as well. Agreed. Agreed. Heading to Mexico. So, we're going around World Showcase. We're now in Mexico. Hmm. Hmm. Let's talk about the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, yes. shall we? <laughs> Let's start with good news. How about good news? Yes. Um, what I like to call the taco vampirino, <laughs> as I called it on live. Um, this was, to me, a standout of the festival. It is a barbacoa beef in corn tortilla with crispy grilled Monterey Jack cheese, salsa ranchera. It was so good. So good. It was tiny and expensive. Yes. But I'd pay for it again. I I got a bite of it and it was very good. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. The cheese is like put on the outside of the taco, grilled crispy. The beef was phenomenal. I absolutely this was a standout to me. It was amazing. It was an amazing it was like packed with flavor too for such a small yes. dish. It was packed with and flavor. And it came it with a side of corn that was phenomenal. A little kick to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. 
Yeah, I, really good. I 10 out of 10 recommend this one. We got the tostada, and we normally love the tostada. Yeah. And, yeah but this we was, do. yeah, this was, this was not it this year. Um, it was plant-based chorizo, so there was that, right? Uh, but it's black beans on a crispy tortilla with avocado mousse and queso fresco. And my biggest complaint about this was the size. Mm-hmm. Like, it used to be the size of the plate. Mm-hmm. And now it was like so small. So small. When they handed me the plate, I was like, oh. That was <laughs> the reaction I had when they handed <laughs> me the plate. <laughs> I was like, this was uh, almost $8, I think. It was like yeah. $7 and, you know, some change. And I. And the flavors weren't like amazing for me to be like, to oh, yeah, that was worth it. It was okay. I, I wouldn't get it again. It's fine. I will say it's plant-based. However, it is actually, the chorizo is plant-based, but it is not a plant-based dish because it has queso fresco on it. So right. if you are plant-based, order it without that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But overall, don't. just, or, or just don't, don't order it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I wouldn't order it. Let's go to the drinks, shall we? Okay. Let's go to the drinks. I expect so much out of this because this is, this Mexico booth is owned by a third party it, and with La Cava del Tequila. So they are involved, I would assume, in the margarita process. Uh, and boy, was it not good. <laughs> so I ordered the poppy flower margarita. Mm-hmm. So tequila blanco, hibiscus flower tea, cucumber juice, black currant liqueur. I, it was it was pretty. The yes. color was a beautiful, deep red, gorgeous color. No on the taste. It was like a negative. Not there. I decided my biggest reasoning I hated this was I did not like the smell of it. So every time I went to take a sip of it, something was just off in the smell of it that I could not enjoy it. So I thought maybe if I had a straw, this would be better. But there was something about the smell that... I think it was... It's super heavy-handed on the black currant for me. Yeah. And it makes it medicinal. Yeah. And that's was my biggest complaint. And that someone was like, oh, I, I, there's cucumber juice in here. And I was like, I did not even get a note of me cucumber. Either. I was literally smacked in the face with black currant. Yeah. And that's such a light, you know, a right. light compared to black currant. Right. And it did not work for me. No. And neither did the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Our friends got the <laughs> hypnotic margarita. Um, tequila Blanco, Mezcal, Rosemary Syrup, Cognac, and Lemon Juice. <laughs> Flashing back to the Blue Cosmo. Yes. <laughs> Festival of Holidays. Yes. I thought that too. And we were told that it tastes like mouthwash, and we and it was bright blue. Um, and it did not taste like mouthwash. I feel like this was suggestive, but this yes. literally tasted like Listerine. Yes. And I don't even know how those ingredients <laughs> came out to be Listerine, but... It literally tasted like Listerine to me. It was also, I, this is my biggest gripe, because this happened during the last festival, too. This one came in, like, a champagne flute. Yes. And for the price, that is not, because it has ice in there, for the price, yes. you barely get a margarita. You do. You get, like, four sips, and I just, I, no. No. It was not it, guys. No. So just, actually, just, like, you can get, get the taco. Yeah, yeah. Go into La Cava. Yes. And get a margarita yeah. to go with it. Yes. Take your taco right into La Cava. <laughs> You march right in there. <laughs> yep. But yeah, skip skip the drinks at this booth. Yeah. Agreed. Next up, we're headed to Lotus House, which is in China. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get... Can we just I, talk about my favorite thing? Yeah. Can we? First off, I don't, want, I don't want to sound like we're being super negative, because that is, like, we had a lot of enjoyable things. I think there were... We had a lot of, like, misses at the very beginning, and I think things got significantly better towards the end. They yes. did. Yes. Yeah. They did. 
Um, but yes, we'll start. You know what? We'll start with cocktails because why not? Why not? Okay, the Marco Boba. Yes. It was, I think, hands down my favorite drink of the whole festival. Oh, it's like man. home run, home run <laughs> out of the park, gone, amazing. So amaretto, iced coffee, milk, and boba. But it's the sweet boba. It's not the typical tapioca pearls. It's like a sweeter. I don't even know what I need. Someone needs to reach out to me and tell me how it's made or what's in it. But it's like a little bit of a sweeter boba. It's lighter colored. It was phenomenal. I agree. It was so good. So well balanced. It wasn't overly sweet. It wasn't overly boozy. The little bit of boba. It was a home run. Loved it. I wish I could have tried it. Loved it. Did you try the rose bubble tea one? I didn't. Oh, thank God. Okay. Well, see, (laughs) here's the thing. I don't, I don't like, I don't love bubble tea. Yeah. You know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And rose is not my thing. I tried this one and it gave me immediate like that cheap perfume vibes that came in like the plastic bottle. Mm-mm. That's what it tasted like in liquid form. To me no. it was just not it. Uh, I understood where they were trying to go with the floral flavors for bean flower garden, mm-hmm. but it was, mm-hmm. it did not hit that note at all. Um, and I will say we tried the Kung Fu Punch and the Tang Dynasty. The Kung Fu Punch is vodka, triple set mango, orange juice, and soda water. I gave it a 7 out of 10. I thought it was fine. It wasn't like the standout drink and the Tang Dynasty I've had before, which is tequila, rum, strawberry, pina colada mix, white boba pearls, and soda water. And it's definitely interesting because even though it has pina colada mix, it's not frozen or thick. It is an mm-hmm. ice drink. Um, again, fine. If you want a cocktail that sounds like that, totally order it. Now, I didn't try any of the food. I tried both of them. Okay. And I will say, I found this booth to be pretty skippable. The cheesy crab wontons were good, but they are so overpriced. Yeah. And that's what makes me hard to recommend them. You know, they're at every festival, I feel like. Mm -hmm. China always has them. Mm -hmm. They've just gotten out of control, crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. And it makes it hard for me to be like, yes, you should order these when they're almost $8, I think. Like, do not order them. I will say the spicy mala chicken skewer... Not that spicy. I did love they had green onions on them, and I thought that just gave this, like, bite of freshness that I thought was pretty phenomenal. I agree. The green onion made it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, def- it was not It was not spicy. No. No. So don't be intimidated by the word spicy. But just get the Marco Boba. Yes. No. <laughs> and then take your Boba and head straight to Germany. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you have to stop in Germany. This is... A do not miss booth, without a doubt. 100%. We went up there and I think got everything. We did. We did get, we'll have one of everything. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't playing around. When I saw potato pancakes, I knew. I knew I had to get them both. You had me at potato pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but for me, I think the potato pancakes with house-made applesauce was like the best. Like, I agree. The potato pancakes were so, were like thick and so well made and like hefty. Like it was only, I think, Maybe four seventy five mm-hmm. for this dish, and they gave you. It was a substantial portion. Like it was heavy. Yeah, like, it was whole, heavy. When I was they, like, wow. Yeah, when they gave yeah. it to me, I was like, dang, that's a that's good. That's, yeah. that's a lot. And there, what they did not skip on the applesauce. And like, I love applesauce and potatoes. Like, it's just a great combination. So for me, that was uh, phenomenal. Yeah. I agree. I I favored the applesauce one, too. The other one was good. That one had caramelized uh, ham, onions, and an herb sour cream. Also still great. Yes, yeah, I agree. I ate many bites of that one as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we got the toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. It was, 
I think, unfortunately, it came to us at a time where it wasn't fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't very... It was just like the cheese was, was not melty anymore. No. Um, it was crunchy. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was like yeah. a little bit of a dried out heat lamp situation. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell that it had the cheese had melted and then it reformed in a different shape and then it solidified as that and stayed in that and it just it didn't work for me. I also had that same problem with it last year which I think is really ironic that they yeah. haven't figured that out. And then we did, one of our friends also said to try it without the ham because the yes. ham was overly salty yes it was and we're salty people mm-hmm. yes it was <laughs> in all term in all sense of the meaning you know? <laughs> it was so overly salty it mm-hmm. was but it was the inside of the pretzel bread the cheese in there mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. wonderful yes so we scraped the top off yes. and we just had the bread with the cheese filling and that was really nice but yeah. it's like feels weird to recommend order it but then take the whole top of it off and then just have the bread yes. and cheese but yeah. that was that was redeeming yeah and then the warm cheese strudel with mixed berries, I really liked. I did too. I I was surprised because like I don't love all the sweet stuff, and I would say it wasn't overwhelmingly sweet, and mm-hmm. I think that's why I liked it. They were not like skim. They did not no. skim on the that <laughs> topping. Like it was covered in this berry like jam sauce kind of deal. Yeah, reduction deal. Yeah, was it was great. like a it was like yeah it was sauce, but it was a lot. I looked at it and I was like, where's the strudel? Exactly, it was covered. <laughs> but in the best way possible. Definitely, and and the strudel itself was like I thought really flaky, and the cheese filling the was layers, great. The yeah, cheese, it was, I was phenomenal. I was pleasantly surprised. Phenomenal. Yeah. And my standout for a drink, because we got the beer flight, but my I got the Raspberry Rattler, and it was phenomenal. It was, it was so good. wonderful. Light, easy drinking. I mean, you can't go wrong with a Rattler when you're in Germany, and this definitely ranks high on my list of ones that I like. Totally. And the flight was really nice. It was a great way to try something, but if I went back, I would just get a full pour of the Rattler. Um, I will say I preferred the Hugo Log... Lo- the Hugo Lager <laughs> over the Pilsner. Um, just said I had a little bit. I'm a Lager fan. I'm not as much of a Pilsner fan. So if you're looking for something a little bit more plain and not as fruity, go with the Lager. It was a great choice. Also, I will say we were in China. Colin and I were in China, and Bella progressed to Germany mm-hmm. and uh, ordered our all of our alcoholic drinks for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "You're clearly pregnant." Yeah. Just for the record, we are drinking these, yeah. not yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even question it. They didn't ask for my ID. Nothing. Just, I was like. All right. <laughs> but Germany for us is a can't miss. Um, yeah. You Home have on. to stop at the Germany booth, and then you can walk right past the Italy booth. <laughs> Correct. And proceed to America. Yeah. Wave I, as you walk. Yeah. I will say, we didn't stop at this. This has become, Italy's become our skippable booth. Yes. Correct. For many of reasons. The food is... Subpar. The prices are... Very expensive. It's just... I mean, I the only thing that I love on that menu is the Italian margarita with limoncello and tequila, but besides that... But you can get that not from the booth, right? They have a limoncello margarita. Do they? They might. I believe they do have the gelato <laughs> cart. You can get it. Oh, we'll have to... Yeah. It might not be exactly the same, same but, but you, can get a, you can get a limoncello cocktail See? elsewhere. But yeah, we skipped it. It's just very overpriced. Also, Bella is our Italian food critique and... The donuts. Yeah, I would never. The like, these donuts keep popping up. I don't understand. <laughs> I have never in my life growing up had, like, an Italian donut. Never in my life. <laughs> I don't quite understand, but anyway. And, I mean, I've had really good arancini, so I would never, ever have this one. Yes. But, you know. Anyway, we skipped it. 
moral of the story. And I don't think we were sad about it. No. And it happens every year. I mean, at least they got rid of that, like, pizza that was on the menu last year, because that was terrible. I no. didn't try that. And also, too, for the, the wine selection, it's just, like, just wine. Yeah. Just some wine selection. Right. But exactly. they have a great little wine booth I know. on the left side that we can get the same thing. So there's nothing that's out special singing about this booth. It's just skip it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pricey. Yeah. Skip it. Heading into America, though. American Adventure. <clears throat> Uh, Magnolia Terrace is a booth there, and it is, if you like seafood, you'll probably like this more. Yes. So, we got the Southern Seafood Boil. Mm-hmm. Shrimp, mussels, crawfish, potatoes, corn, andouille sausage. Mm-hmm. It was nice. I was, there was, uh, there was a good, <laughs> so, there was a good I amount disagree. of seafood in there. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. when they presented it to me, I was unbelievably impressed by how much food was in that bowl. I was yes. like, wow. Um, it was good. Uh, I liked, they had like a butter on the top of it. I will say if you slathered anything in there, in that butter, it made it significantly better. It did. But the flavor itself, to me, it just wasn't what I think seafood boil. Because you just think like really heavy on the Old Bay and all that. Yeah. And it just yeah. wasn't overly spiced at all. Yeah. No, and, and, and I didn't have any of the seafood, actually. <laughs> I had, um, the potato was incredibly hard. It was not cooked all the way through. And then the corn had the opposite. It was completely mushy. Like, it was, there was, it was no flavor. It was just mush. So, for me, like, the presentation was great. Yeah. And I'm sure I've heard, like, the mussels I thought were, you know, The mussels were good. huge. Yeah. Yeah. They were really big. Yeah. And so, the mussels with the butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I good. think some of the seafood in there was good, but I don't know if it was overall a standout. No. I just wish it had a little bit more flavor and that everything was cooked properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, also, I feel I'm not like a southern, I obviously grew up in Jersey, so crawfish to me is so intimidating because I have no idea what to do with it. Nope. <laughs> I needed an instruction manual to come with that one. <laughs> um, and then our friends got the grilled oysters and really loved them. Yeah. They did. They, they loved looked, them. They looked good. They came with a little cute thing of Tabasco sauce. It was adorable, yeah. Oysters are not my thing, so, no. you know. They are my thing, and I really wanted to try it, but, you know, pregnant and kind of get a little like I don't really want seafood especially oysters from not not that the quality was you know bad but you just never know so no they were pretty though they, they were, were they really were pretty yeah. yeah they were mm-hmm. definitely Ooh. Uh, and then we tried <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's gonna get more positive with things yeah. Yeah. The Bowden Bites, the Boudin Bites, I don't know what they're called. Someone will correct us with them. Yeah. yeah. Featuring Ben's original long grain white rice. Rice on rice. Rice, rice on rice. I don't understand what they were. I, I'm sorry. Uh, it was literally a rice ball with maybe some sausage in there. Like there I was didn't a get protein a, in there. There was some type of ground meat. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really get an overall. Like it was to be honest, it just tasted like rice, and like the coating was pretty nice. See, was, I hated the coating. It was oh, so really? dry. Thick. It was so. It made the whole thing dry to me because yeah. oh, the yeah, coating. It was very dry. The coating wasn't like. It just it just dried out everything to me. I feel like if I had dropped it on the ground. It would have stayed in the same form. No, yeah. it, it might have just been like thud on yeah. the ground. Like nothing yeah. would have happened to yeah. it. Yeah, and then they were laid on top of um, not non-seasoned rice. <laughs> it was just like a yeah. rice ball on top of yes rice. And um, I don't quite understand what they were going with this. I no. understand that it was you know Ben's original, and they really which I think it, that but... this is a traditional like Southern dish, like you know down in Cajun country. So. 
if you got a good recommendation for ones that we could try that aren't straight trash, we yeah. would take them any day. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your Bayou cocktail? <gasps> yes. The Bayou cocktail was spiced rum, coconut rum, fruit punch, and Minute made orange juice. It came with an orange and some cherries, and I absolutely adored it. It was Everyth- a beautiful color, Everything too. worked yeah. well. It was pretty. It tasted good. It wasn't overly strong, even though there was a lot of, you know, things yeah. in there. I think anytime you add coconut rum, it, like, mm. takes down the level of what tastes like alcohol yes and i said in my review on that i posted on instagram i was like my mom would definitely say that's not bad she totally would she would have loved that totally would. it was juice yes it was juice boozy juice it was fantastic yeah um i got the beer flight here again i was like <laughs> the king of the flights i just yep. was like give me the flight give me the flight give me the flight um the orange coriander wheat ale was really nice but my recommendation here is the double ipa the double ipa was liked it too. was wonderful so i would go back and get a full pour of that and I'm not an IP like a double. I'm not an IPA fan, even though I live in the Pacific Northwest. Um, <laughs> I just out IPA'd myself when I moved there, but I actually really enjoyed that double IPA. Okay, let's dive into Hanami in Japan. Mm-hmm. So Frushi, classic, a classic, a classic of Flower and Garden. Bella will not agree as much as <laughs> I do. I just no. It's not that I don't like it. It's just fine. It's just I. I don't. It's not something I. I aim to get every time. Yeah. So, Frushi. Take everything you know about sushi, but make it fruit instead. So, mm-hmm. it's strawberry, pineapple, and cantaloupe wrapped in a sweet rice with a pink soy wrap served with whipped cream, berry sauce, and toasted coconuts. Essentially, it is just sushi made out of fruit. Yes. Frushi. Um, I will say, this year, I did not think the rice was as sweet as it normally was, and it wasn't as, like, creamy as it normally is i agree um however i still really enjoyed it i think it's like refreshing at that point of a festival to have some type of fruit situation happening um and it's definitely a favorite of a lot of people people absolutely love the fruji i'm not a sushi fan but love it you don't need to be a sushi fan you don't have to be it has nothing to do with actual sushi (laughs) at all and i will say that the the rolls, like the cuts of the roll, are pretty thick too. Yeah. So you're getting like you're getting a yeah, lot. You're getting four pieces. It's I good. could not finish my plate. So. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um, I had a bite of the chicken yakitori, and I did think that it was better than the chicken in China. So like, if you're looking for chicken on a stick, <laughs> go with the yakitori. It's grilled chicken with scallions, red pepper, and pickled onion. Yes. It was beautifully done. The pickled onion was a star. Love pickled anything. So it was a really really nice plate. Um, I also had... I was like, it was beautiful, but not as beautiful... Yes, as the beef tataki. That plate... Gorgeous. ...was gorgeous. <laughs> I, I think it's one of the most beautiful dishes out of the entire festival. It Absolutely gorgeous. It embraced the flower and garden. It came on this see-through, clear, crystal plate. Um, it was really thin, thin slices of sirloin with seashell sauce? Red seashell sauce? We'll go with that. Correct me, please. And watermelon radish. And it was just layered on the plate with just a couple little purple flowers on it. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous. I will say the portion, not big. No. However, beautiful. Beautiful. Um, as far as taste is concerned, I thought it tasted okay. It definitely looked better than it tasted. Um, I'm going to go with the chicken yakitori over the beef this time, but beautiful. Yeah. We had three drinks there. You got the hard seltzer. I did. I got the Yuzu Tilted Tonic hard seltzer again. Light, refreshing. I thought it was great. 
Yeah. I like the light refreshing like seltzers and things they're putting in this festival because yes. again I think like Flower and Garden is like light and airy and mm-hmm. I like the leaning to it. We also tried the pineapple sake which I thought was really good. That was um, good. It did come in an interesting cup. It, it was did. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It like looked like a flower but it was like you know like. <laughs> yeah. Ridged on yeah. the top. And it was like, where do you drink out of this? I don't, my sister Megan got it, and she's like, I've literally changed how I drank out of this cup every time I take a sip. <laughs> Which, you know what, they always have, like, in Japan, they always have some weird thing that the sake comes in that booth. Because yes. they've also done, it's not weird, it's just, they've done the box, which is, like, very yes. traditional. Yes. But again, for people that are not used to drinking out of that, you don't know how to functionally do it. <laughs> no. It was delicious, though. It was. It was, it was, was really good. It was really good. And then we have the cucumber cooler, which weirdly has the word cooler in it. It's sake, vodka, and uh, cucumber, garnished with cucumber slices. It looked cute. However, it reminded me of spa water. But, <laughs> but my biggest issue was it was room temperature. It was not cold. It was not hot. It had no ice in it. It just came as it is, and... It, there was nothing cooler. Cucumber cooler. cooler. No, nothing about that. No. I would have liked it if it had ice in it. I thought it would have been really, really good. But yes. instead, it was probably my one of my least favorite drinks in the entire festival. It's amazing what the temperature of a drink will do yeah. to the drink. But I'm not a cucumber drink fan. No. I thought the flavor of the drink was really nice. Mm-hmm. But it literally, it was like body temperature like yeah <laughs> like it's like you took a drink and you're like i don't even know if i drank that it was not it i will say so if you can get it and add some ice to it it might actually really be good yes but overall japan it was pretty good this year i'm not i'm not mad no next up is morocco yes yes tangerine cafe yes let's talk about the flatbread <laughs> let's talk about the flatbread it was so good it was so good <laughs> see we told you things you're gonna get positive here we go look at this this is it's happening. This is ranking one of my best of the fests. Definitely. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Easily. And you know what, too? I think their last festival, Festival, no, not Festival of the Arts, um, Festival of the Holidays, Morocco was a standout as well. Was yes. the MVP. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I la- actually put it ahead of Germany at Festival of the Holidays. Yeah. 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 So recently, I feel like they've really been <clears throat> coming out with some amazing dishes. Yes. This one's Zatar, artichokes, olives, mozzarella, and feta cheese. They make it right in front of you. It was so good. It was delicious and a great value. Again, I think it was what like five something five ish dollars, yeah. right? For it was I almost I believe it was almost six slices. Yeah, that the flatbread yeah. came in nice long rectangular plate, all things Mediterranean, wonderful flavor. It was Get so it. good. Get it. Honestly, if we ever see the word olives on something, we're pretty much essentially sold. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sold. much, we will sold. ten out of ten do that. Yeah. <laughs> no shocker here. I also got the flight. <laughs> I got the flight. Um, so the ginger elderberry ale was a no. Yeah. The blackberry mint mead was an absolute straight trash no. <laughs> Literally one sip and I was like, no, put it in the garbage. Uh, but the pomegranate hard cider. Amazing. Was lovely. I loved like, it. Get a full pour of the hard cider. Yeah. It was, it was really good. Um, and also I really like Morocco too, because you can find a, like a sit down table to yes. actually enjoy your food, which mm-hmm. I think is completely different from everywhere else. You're on your feet all day at these festivals because most of the tables are standing tables. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we say grab yourself a flatbread and grab yourself that pomegranate hard cider and just sit at a table and enjoy yourself for a bit. And it's under like a, a pergola-ish situation too. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're not like totally, you're partially shaded. Like it's nice. It's cool. Nice little table. It's it was lovely. Uh, for, especially for about halfway around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I literally am so sorry because I just said things were getting better and I clapped. But now, <laughs> I now, it's, now it's getting so much worse. <laughs> yeah. 
this next one is going to be a little rough. Uh, okay. This was the one that I was, I'm honestly so sad because it was the one I was most excited for. Same. Yeah, so this is the um, La Isla Fresca yes. booth. And so I went up while they were getting everything in Morocco because we had a table. So I was like, oh, I might as well get all this food. I ordered one of everything thinking that this would be a standout booth. Just like Germany. Right. You know? Yeah. I, there were a couple booths that I thought maybe we'd order everything, and this was one of them. Because on paper. On paper. So I literally, when I tell you I got one of everything, I you got did. one of everything. Um, yeah, so that was a waste. So, you know, <laughs> I feel like Disney's very big in the Encanto right now, and obviously with Arepas, they're, like, huge. Rightfully so. Um, so this booth, that is the thing. There are three different types on the menu. There is a regular cheese one, a queso fresco one, one with shrimp, Crushed avocado and tomato sauce, and one with chorizo. Okay. The arepa itself. <laughs> Let's start at the source of the problem. I, <laughs> I've had, like, we have a Colombian food cart that has really great ones in Portland. Absolutely phenomenal. They, you know, pull apart. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we equipped, like, we said they were hockey pucks. That yes. is how we described them. <laughs> we yes. needed a fork and a knife. To cut them. And no, it was not an easy... To saw them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, it yeah. was not easy. You could not pull them apart or break them easily. Yeah. It was... No. We were with our we were with a big group of friends, and our friend Kyle, he plays... He's a hockey player now, but he was like, I could definitely do, like, a Kenny Wu slap shot with this <laughs> arepa. Yeah, it was... I just... It's literally a hockey puck. I don't know what happened. And, you know, I think one thing about arepas is, like, they're usually always hand-formed, and, like, you can tell the love that's put in them. Yeah. These were very much, like, cookie-cutter, and I understand we're on a mass production scale, right. and there are certain things that you got to, you know, give and take somewhere, but... I don't know what happened there. And consistently, I do see everybody else posting that they had similar experiences to us at that booth. Yes. I will say, the one with shrimp, the crushed avocados, and the tomato sauce, the topping on that one mm-hmm. was, was honestly one of the best things I ate all day. Yes. Yeah, and they gave you three shrimp, which is, yeah. like, pretty good. And kind of similar to the strudel, like, we the arepa was kind of lost yes. under the filling, yeah. which was... Fine. <laughs> it was absolutely perfect yeah. in this case. And you know what, though? But, like, that was, like, super, it, you know, had a good amount of liquid to it, but yeah. it did not help it, like, it at all. It was no. still hard as all get out. No, so. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely would not recommend any of those. No. I am hoping that they do something to fix those. Yeah. I hope so, too, because honestly. Because that has so much potential, and I think people were so looking forward to that, especially with Encanto out, and... Did not deliver. No. No. And even when I tried to pick up, because the queso fresco one comes with two of them, when I went to pick one of them up, they just were stuck together and literally, yes. but they don't like fluctuate at all. No. It's picking up two hockey pucks that were stuck together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. Exactly. I was There's like, no give. I was this like, this is a no. Is a no. This yeah. is a no. Yeah. We also got the coconut tres leche, which we have a place by us that <sighs> we love their tres leches. Oh like, my God. Love. So good. And this did not live up to that for no. us. Um, it had, it is a vanilla cake soaked in oat milk, almond milk, and coconut milk with toasted coconut. So I think the issue here was that oat milk and almond milk can be kind of bland. Like I love oat milk and almond milk, but because this cake was soaked in that, it just kind of didn't give it any type of flavor. It was just mush. It was yeah. just mushy. And it's yeah. supposed to be a, like a soaked cake. It's supposed yes. to be like that, but it was just very bland. There wasn't much no. like... There wasn't much flavor. No, but normally a, a tres leches is made with like a, even a sweetened condensed milk, yes, something yeah. that gives it a little bit of punch here. And I was yeah. hoping, I was really hoping that in the in the title, coconut tres leches, 
the only thing that was coconutty about it was the toasted coconut sprinkled on top. Correct. I didn't get, I got no coconut from the cake itself. I will say, the only credit I'm going to give this one is this one was also plant-based. Mm-hmm. And I yes. think it was better than the dessert that was at the trowel and trellis. Yes, I do agree. I liked it better. Um, I still didn't love it, but if, you know, you're plant-based and those are yeah. your options, yeah. sig- in my opinion, significantly better than the other one. Yeah. Totally. Agreed. And another outstanding drink here, too. Yes. See, yes. And now we're getting more See, positive. Yeah. See, it's happening. The Tropical Breeze. Yes. So we got the alcoholic and non-alcoholic versions yes. of this I drink, and both were loved great. loved non-alcoholic. It was great. <clears throat> yes. Lemonade, grapefruit juice, and simple syrup. Yes. Grapefruit was, like, in the forefront, and I love grapefruit juice, so I, I love that as soon as I tasted it, I was like, oh, this is grapefruit. Yeah. Um, and for a non-alcoholic drink, it was very, very good, not super sweet, very refreshing. Tart. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it as well. I thought it was so good. So And it was frozen. It's a, yes. it's a frozen yeah. cocktail, too, yeah. so, like, that also, like, during the heat was, like... Mm-hmm. A godsend. Mm-hmm. I will say it was also one too where you had gotten some non-alcoholic versions of the alcoholic drinks earlier in the day, mm-hmm. and every time your drink was like so tiny compared to the alcoholic Correct. version, and so finally yeah. you had a drink that was bigger than ours. Yes, finally. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't quite understand. You would think that the non-alcoholic would be a little bit bigger, but I know half the time you order it, it comes in like a Dixie cup. Like yeah, that's like, your version. I know. <laughs> like right. Thanks. Really appreciate this. Yeah. Um, and then we also got the. White sangria, which obviously I did not try. Uh, yeah, the white sangria, it was skippable. Yeah. I mean, it just tasted like artificial fruit flavor, unfortunately. It was too sweet. I can't even remember what it tasted like, if too we're being sweet. honest. It and was... that's why, that's how I'll sum it up. <laughs> no, it was just overly sweet. Like, just, no. And then the, the key lime ale was all right. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, but get the tropical breeze. Either with or without rum, it's yep. phenomenal both ways. Yes. You'll love it. Then we pedaled along and made it to France. We were going to stop at France. However, if anybody knows anything about festivals, the France line always takes seven years. I don't... That meme that's like, it's been 84 years, that yeah. is the meme for the line um, yes. at the France booth. Yes. It never moves fast. We took one look at the line, then we took a look at the menu, and we thought, mm, no thank you. I had seen somebody post a photo of the lentils, and that was the French green lentil salad with bacon and garlic sausage. The photo of it, I, <laughs> we're at Flower and Garden Festival. I need yeah. springy, peppy. It is brown lentils Ugh. with what looked like spam on the top, and I was Correct. like, I'm not ordering that. No. 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 Definitely not. Absolutely I think not. the only thing that maybe I was going to order was the croissant, but, eh. Yeah. You know. Maybe one day, but yeah, not worth yeah. it. But I will say one thing that we always like is the rose fro- frozen slushy there. Yes. That is so good. Vodka, yeah. orange vodka, and liqueur with, I mean, I don't know, and liqueur. What does that even mean at this point? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Okay. <laughs> with white and red cranberry juice. We're obviously reading the Disney description, and who knows what that, but it, that's phenomenal. I've had that before, too. It's really, it's light, it's springy, it's, you know, I mean, all things Flower and Garden, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it continues to come back, so. Yes. That says a lot. As it should. Yes. Yeah. We continued right to the UK to Cider House, which I was excited because I am a cider person over beer. So, um, and the most intriguing item on this menu to me was the BLT scone that came with applewood smoked bacon, sun-dried tomato, and basil. It was fine. Mm -hmm. It was interesting. I, I don't quite 
still quite understand what we ate, you know? It was, <laughs> it was like, it was, I was like eating it and I was like, I'm not quite sure what this flavor, what these flavors are, you know? I, the scone itself was fine. Yeah. I, the, to be honest, the star was the jam on the side. The jam was good. Yeah, it was like, like a caramelized onion, apple, I, chutney situation. I don't know it, what it was, but it was... It was good. I know. It was delicious. <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't think it actually went with the scone. No. Like, <laughs> I put them together and I'm like, no, that doesn't work. Um, the scone was the vehicle for the jam, honestly. Also, <laughs> also, can I say you made a good point that it's called the BLT scone and you were like, where's the L? Yeah. Because it doesn't exist. No. no. And you're you're going off on a hard thing if you think basil is the equivalent Ooh. of the L because one, <laughs> basil. basil. Yeah. <laughs> because it was not heavy on the basil flavor. There was like a sprig no. of basil on the side, but I don't know where the L is in that situation. No. And there wasn't a whole lot of like bacon in the scone either. No. I, I don't know. The scone was confused. We did have people in our group that really enjoyed it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did, exactly. And, it, and it, I was not offended by it. Am I going to no. order no. it again? No. Was it horrible? No. It was just fine. Meh. It yeah. was fine. It was meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, we got the tart, too. We oh, got the we dark did. chocolate raspberry um, tart. Yeah, I forgot we did, and so that's not that great, but... <laughs> I um, literally did, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't recall this one, yeah. if we're being honest. Um, so I do remember the the chocolate part of it being quite good. Yeah, um, it, it was, was like very light and airy, very light. and even the crust of the tart was really light too. But there just yeah. wasn't a lot of raspberry there, unfortunately. No. Unless you get the one bite that had a fresh raspberry on the yes. end, that yes. was real Bring good. Bring your own kind of raspberries and yeah. stick them on top. <laughs> I will say, I I actually kind of really like this one. Um, it also came with like the white chocolate um, yes. on the top. Yes, and it was to me, it was a very light treat that I enjoyed more than all the desserts we had had previously, really before this. Yes. Yeah, I agree. At this point of our journey. This was probably the best. Yeah. Besides um, that one in Germany. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was it was pretty decent. It just, it was. I wasn't a favorite for me either, but um, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However. <laughs> However. <laughs> we, we did get the cider flight. That <laughs> Shocking. Pink, the pink lemonade hard cider. Home I run. absolutely love. Home run. I would not only order a large pour of it, I would order multiple large pours of it. And I'm like, where can I buy it? At yes. Home? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I would drink it all the time. So good. I mean, pink lemonade hard cider, there's nothing wrong with it. No. It's tart, it's sweet, wonderful. Get a full pour of it. Thank us later. Yes. All right, so Northern Bloom in Canada. We tried everything on this menu as well. Um, so seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, apple and smoked bacon. I do think that for a booth, <laughs> they do scallops exceptionally well. I agree. <laughs> they do them very well. And honestly, too, the other dish, the beef tenderloin, the mushroom, the mushroom sauce with potatoes, the garden vegetables is also a delicious dish. My only qualm with that is that the chunks of beef were just a little too big. Yeah, it was a little tough. It, yeah, it was a little, it was, that was the only thing that I was like, eh, but the flavor, overall flavor, I still think is good for both of these dishes. I would agree. I enjoyed the beef. I will say when I tried to like use a fork to get my beef, I could not separate it. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, it's beef tenderloin. You expect it to have some type of being tender and, you know, kind of flaky or yes. whatever the equivalent of that is in meat. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it... The flavor was good. That was my only thing. I was like, I can't eat this without going to get a knife. And I didn't have a knife. And honestly, when you're in one of those festivals, like the idea of having to walk back up to the counter, <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. But the, if they had just cut the beef into smaller bite size, 
yeah. mm-hmm. pieces, then it wouldn't be a problem. They're just a little too big to be bite-sized. Yes. So, but still, I mean, I don't think you're really going to go wrong with either of no. these dishes. I would order it again. Uh, easily. Um, I w- also tried, Stasia ordered the um, the maple pound cake, and I took a bite of that. Um, it comes with the warm peach compote and sweet corn gelato. Was it the pound cake is okay, but the peach compote and the sweet corn ice cream are the stars are the stars of that for sure. Maple flavor is nice, but I'm honestly here for the peach. Yeah. And then shocker, shocker, shocker! I also got the flight. What? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I got the flight. Can we get like a flight total of how many flights you drink? <laughs> how many flights did I take? Yeah, a lot of flights. Oh my god. Um, but no, I think overall it was good. The blueberry fruit beer was my favorite here. Cheers. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Um, the blueberry f- fruit beer was was the winner here. The one that I was kind of most excited to try was the apricot maple syrup Blondale. I was, like, intrigued. Yes. Really intrigued. And no. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. It was an immediate no. <laughs> immediate no. It's so weird to drink beer and have such a strong maple syrup, like, smell, but drink beer. It was just not. No, that was weird. It was not. it. The Blondale was nice. If you're looking for something yeah. straightforward, get the Blondale. It was good. But the blueberry beer was a winner here. And now I'm going to bring up um, the omelet I had at the beginning where they don't have straws. So I ordered the maple popcorn shake with maple rye whiskey. And it was interesting. Um, Again, it was a frozen drink and they put the whiskey at the top with some, you know, like caramel popcorn. Uh, But they it's a floater. It's straight up a good, you know, hefty pour of whiskey. And I said, hey, do you have a straw? Because... Again, I would have to take a shot to get to the actual drink because the drink itself is thick since it's frozen. Yeah. And they said, no. And I thought, okay, this is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up finding a straw, I think. Did I find a straw? Or another knife. knife. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and stirred it. Now, once it was stirred, I actually enjoyed it. I didn't think it was terrible at all. I thought it was pretty good. But the whole process of getting there, and they fill it to the brim, so even trying to mix it was, like, impossible I just... Mm, no. No. And it just wasn't appealing. She literally ordered it and, like, brought it over to me, and I was like, immediately, no. I just looked at it, I was like, no. It was like, it looked like a science experiment, you it know? Did. Like, it was just perfectly separated. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Because it's just, you know, the different, like, visco- <coughs> viscosities. Yes. And Nailed it just it. did not... It did, <laughs> ding, no. ding, ding. I was like, absolutely not. And no. I spilled, like, a good amount on my arm because of how full it was, so... Yeah. No. So the idea, yes. If they give me a different cup, fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> All right, pineapple promenade. I think I'm still emotionally damaged from this because if you ask Belle and I what our favorite favorite festival item, hands down, was for every fest, every flower garden festival we've ever been to, it was the spicy pineapple hot dog. Yep. Spicy pineapple hot dog with. Pineapple chutney, plantain chips, and a sriracha mayo situation on the top. It was one of the most phenomenal things we've had. And now, all they did was change the bun. And it's low-key ruined (laughs) ruined the hot dog. It's not good. They literally found the cheapest bun possible, I think, unfortunately. I mean, it was on a... Like a King's Hawaiian, like, sweet... Yeah, roll, it was. Which mixed with the pineapple and the spicy hot dog and the plantain, it was the most perfect little bite. Mm-hmm. And it didn't fall apart on you. No. Yes. It was, it, it Now it, it's yeah. a sad, sad, sad bun. I was so <laughs> excited to try this because I haven't tried this in the past. And it was, the bun, 
the second you touched it, it was just, it became flat. Yep. Every bit mm-hmm. of density that the bun had disappeared. Yes. It was just compressed, and I, I will say, the hot dog itself, the pineapple chunny, and the plantain chips, which are, like, crumbled on the top of it. Yes. Phenomenal. I will also say... Holy moly, this is spicy. Yes, yes it is. I Which is w- why I love it. I, yeah. am a, I am a spicy person. And, like, when Disney says spicy, like, they put, like, the spicy mala yes. chicken. Yep. It was not spicy. I was like, this came to the party. This yeah. was not joking around. Yes. No. Um, the flavors, so phenomenal. The bread, ruined it. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. It dropped a huge amount in my... Plummeted yeah. to, like, one of our... I, I don't know if I'll get it again. No, no. Until, like, <clears throat> can confirm that they had changed the bun. Or, or we bring, bring our own. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Catch, this... us, catch us next year. Bring your we'll own. We'll have rest. a stroller, so we'll yeah. have more oh, room. Oh, perfect. <laughs> to store things, done. We'll perfect. bring our own raspberries for the other <laughs> year. Those, there's just a few tweaks that we'll make to exactly. make everything better. Yeah. I'm contemplating bringing my own bun, because I'll be back to yes. the festival in uh, about a week. And I might just bring my own bun. Do it. You know? BYOB. BYOB. But yeah, that was sad. But we also, we got the Violet Lemonade Ale. Yes. Delish. That is our drink. It's that the drink. was the, the drink that started this entire podcast. It's crazy. I will say, this is also the home, though, of the frozen dessert Violet Lemonade. Desert Violet Lemonade. She doesn't <laughs> even care to say it right no. now. <laughs> uh... The Violet Lemonade. We all do not like it. No. That's a nice way of putting it. (laughs) To me, it's so unbelievably oversweet. Overly sweet. It's one of those drinks that um, when you drink it, you can, like, feel the sugar sticky to your teeth. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's one of those drinks. And people love it. Our friend Hannah absolutely adores it. She was saying, how many is she going to have this entire thing? So, obviously, there's a place for it for people. But if you are not, like, an overly sweet person... And also people all the time are like, how do you like the Violet Sake, but not this? And I'm like, two different things. Yeah, definitely. Not not even, they're not even related. No. No. But again, it's one of those things where, is it pretty to look at? Is it a pretty color? Does it have a couple of like little violet in there? Yes. Yes. Instagrammable, wonderful. Not for us. No. But if that's your journey. If that's your journey. (laughs) You do you. All right. Next up is uh, Flavorful Kitchen. Yes. Guys, we're going back downhill again. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this, this has was, been a roller coaster, guys. This, yeah. 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 So again, something that we used to love, I used to love, mm-hmm. was this the grilled street corn on the cob with the savory garlic spread. Mm-hmm. So, so, so delicious. Had it this year, Ugh. bottom of the list. I only had like one or two bites. A little bottom little of the list. I will say it's pretty. It's mm-hmm. a lovely corn on the cob that still has, like, the husk on it. They grill it right in front of you. They're yes. out there grilling it. They were so nice, to grilling it. We were yes. chatting with them. Um, I, it has this, like, crunchy bits on yes. it, which no, the only... The corn th- is not the problem. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I don't even think the corn was actually cooked to that great either. But, no. Um, it has this, like, crunchy bits, and the only equivalent that I have is at Chick-fil-A. They have those, like, roasted dried red peppers, and that's what it reminded me of, and yes. I just, I was not there for it. No. And I am a corn person. Mm-hmm. Like... Catch cor- us at Harambe Fruit Market yeah, that every corn day. Yeah. Thing I will always go for, and I, I couldn't support this one. Well, and that's no. the thing. I've had the corn in, in Animal Kingdom a few times, and it's always been amazing. Like, the, the corn itself has been amazing. Mm-hmm. It's been sweeter, uh, well-cooked. Uh, this one was bland and a little mushy. At least ours was mushy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It just, it was a miss. Yeah. No. I really wanted to like it. Yeah. No. And then we also got the strawberry mousse with chocolate crisp pearls and... I should have known 
that the <laughs> word moose <laughs> was going to be a problem here, and I didn't think about it. I just want to know Disney's gelatin to moose ratio. Like, that's what oh, I want to know. Oh, gosh. Do you wonder how much gelatin these people go through? I... I I don't I, even think I want to know. Sheets upon sheets. I can't even, I can't <laughs> I just, even imagine the amount of gelatin that gets used on Disney oh, making. Man. Unbelievable. If anybody works for Disney and wants to give us a lowdown, I mean, we won't just publicly discuss it, no. but we're no. just curious. I am curious because every single time I see something that says moose, whether it's dome-shaped or this rectangular-shaped, <laughs> it is just so gelatinous. Like, the second I cut into it, I was like, oh, no. I was like, ah, oh, it jiggled. The way she oh. said dome-shaped, how... <laughs> The anger. <laughs> I just, I can't. I can't. It's so bad. And I, I had one bite. I think the star of this were the two gummy worms they gave me. <laughs> well, you know, we'll take what we can get. It is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, for me, it was a miss. There was no strawberry flavor. The consistency was way off. And the chocolate crisp pearls were at the very bottom of this mousse. Um, and I just, it I didn't even taste it. That's so. not it. Anyway, I will say we did not get any drinks from here because they were non-alcoholic, and we we're like, yeah, that's that. Pass. That was not our journey yeah. yesterday. <laughs> was not our journey. Don't pass. It was my journey, but at that point, I had a few, and I was good. All right, Honey Bistro. Yes. Should we start with the good news? <laughs> <laughs> the good news is, is that the wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake is still really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it's one very good. that I loved. From previous festivals, I was so happy it's back, and thank God the quality is still yes, there. Yes. It is. I'm not actually a huge honey fan, a raw honey fan, but the way they do it in this dish, they do honey like three ways. Yeah. I mean, they have just a nice little dollop of honey, orange blossom honey on the top. They do an orange blossom honey whipped cream as well. They do a crystallized honey, and they do dehydrated honey. Mm-hmm. So it is like riddled with honey. But it is just a really lovely, light, light dish. The mascarpone cheesecake, the consistency is really good, too. Mm-hmm. I agree. So this I, is one that I'll go back for. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I think this was probably one of the top desserts Yeah, easily. that I had. Easily. Mm-hmm. It, it was beautiful, and the flavor followed up. So yeah. there's that. But then. <laughs> yeah, so this... This is so rough, and I, I didn't know. expect it to be as rough as it is, but now that I think back, I'm like, yeah, we're not wrong. We're not well, wrong. Well, unfortunately, there were a lot of items that we were really looking forward to this year from years past, and they just didn't live mm-hmm. up to it. Like? Like. Yes. The corn spoon bread. Yes. Um, I actually, to be honest, didn't even take a bite because it didn't even look... Okay. I, I didn't. I don't, it didn't even look I don't good. blame you. I don't either. I don't blame you. So, it's... A sweet corn spoon bread with jalapenos, bacon, and then a whipped honey butter. On paper, home run. Last yes. year, home run. Home run last year. It was phenomenal. It was sweet. Mm-hmm. It was tender. It was delicious. The butter was incredible. When we saw it this year, literally we could see like the oil mm-hmm. like coming out of the bread. Mm-hmm. We took one little cut, and then the bread just literally fell apart, like crumbled into pieces. And I was like... It was so oily. It was so oily. It really missed the mark with that. Yeah. Like, overall, the, like, actual flavor of it, if you, like, 86 the oil in your mind, (laughs) was good. Yes. Like, I enjoyed it. I love, like, the corn in it, the texture, but no. No. It was just in an oil bath, and... 
Maybe it'll get better. It's one that I'm willing to try again next time I come to the festival to see if it's gotten better. Because again, it's day one. I feel like there is always some room for error. Like again, even going back to that, the pineapple hot dog, that to me is not room for error. There's something, there's something wrong with the bun. It's not good quality. That's the problem. This, I feel like there's room for first day errors and I'm willing to revisit it. And I, I hope it's the way it was because it was a standout. Yes. In years past, like an easy home run, like we loved it. Yes. So please get back to us. I Thank will. you. I will. Um, okay, so finishing up with the citrus blossom here, we ended up getting the grapefruit tart, mm-hmm. which was a new item this year, I believe. Uh, I think it was yeah. a, potentially a new item. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a tart with grapefruit curd, lychee jam, ginger mousse, and yuzu cream. It, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. It was very yellow. It was very yellow. Yeah, it was very yellow. <laughs> it was strange. Like the. It was the the yuzu cream, right? Yeah, which or, had which tasted like frosting, but then thrown in like yuzu, and that's very very can be bitter, I think, like yeah. yes. bitter citrus. Um, so that was a little off putting, and I even got some on my finger, and it like stained my finger. So <laughs> just be mindful of that. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe the rest of it would have been okay without that. I will say, when we tried it. Trying the cream alone was terrible, mm-hmm. yeah. but like when you get it all together, it's not bad. Yeah. No, it's not. I do like, I do like a curd. Like I like yeah. lemon curd. I yeah. like. I thought the grapefruit curd was interesting. You don't see much grapefruit curd ever if you're getting yeah. a curd. It's mostly lemon, so that was nice. The tart shell was nice and light. Mm-hmm. Like there were some qualities to it, but I would honestly just take the yuzu cream off. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. But again, like a light flower gardeny like deal. Yeah. Yeah. We really should have ended on a different booth because that is our 18th booth. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, it's not the best way to end this summary, but you know what? At the same time, I feel like it's the perfect time to summarize. So everybody think of your favorites. We'll do favorite food, drink, booth. And then one thing that we like touched on at the beginning is what your favorite topiary is. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Let's go. Bella, then you're starting. What was your favorite food? All right. My favorite food was definitely the applesauce potato pancake not even a question my favorite booth 100% Germany obviously <laughs> we're two for two on Germany yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then my favorite cocktail was the uh one at the the mocktail at La Isla Fresca mm-hmm. the, the tropical breeze. the tropical yeah. breeze, yes <clears throat> um and then my favorite topiary is always going to be Beauty and the Beast in France so a classic. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, my phone case is Beauty and the Beast, and so is my, my bag. Bag, yeah. so <laughs> everything is themed that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's in your name. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Bethany. All right. My favorite food would be the bison ribeye. I just really like the way that all three, yes. those three things work together. The cauliflower, the leek fondue, the ribeye. I just, everything about that t- for me was perfection. Um, my favorite booth? I don't actually know. I would probably say Germany, though. For quality of food and the price, Germany act absolutely wins that hands down. Mm-hmm. The food was really good. Every, pretty much everything we ate was phenomenal. And then, like, the price. we The entire uh, thing was, like, 35 bucks for yeah, the entire menu. it was. I was shocked when they told me the cost. Shocked. I was like, I got one of everything. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. And it was alcohol, so. And then I will say my favorite drink. Um, I'm going to steal your answer, too, Colin. You're going to do it, and I don't care. Uh, was that drink over at Lotus House, that Marco Boba. It was really good. So good. It was a toss-up between that and the Bayou for me, but... I was like, I feel like she's going to say Bayou, but if she says Marco, then, like, we got this. It's so good. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Um, So, 
Yeah, I'm only going to differ with one thing. So my favorite cocktail, the Marco Boba. Amazing. Get it. I, I really like just want to go back and get one like today. Like I just yes. really want to go back and get one. <laughs> um, I'm like, I thought about it all day. It was that good. Um, my favorite booth, Germany. Yes, for all the reasons that you said. The portion sizes, the quality of every single thing. There was a great drink. There was a great dessert. There was great savory. It was all really good. It was a home run. Um, and then my favorite dish, though, was the Mediterranean flatbread. Mm. That is the other one that I just thought about all day. Mm-hmm. I love a fresh Mediterranean flavor, and I feel like it was all of that summed up into a beautiful little flatbread. Chef's kiss amazing. Oh, I will say, my favorite topiary the Lion King, Simba Nala. Mm. Uh, that one is just like one. my favorite. Mine is Kermit on the bike. Ah, another good one. Mm. Love Kermit on the bike. I try to find him all the time. He was in a different spot. He's over in Germany by the trains. Mm-hmm. He normally was over kind of between Canada yes. and UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like super disappointed. Like my heart sank. <laughs> I was like, I need to find him. And when I found him, I was so happy. He's like my favorite one. Yeah. But it's just it's just a beautiful festival. There's beautiful. there is some great food there. There's some great drinks. But it's just there's so much to do compared to every other festival we've had since especially the reopening. Yeah. Um, and it's gorgeous and it smells like fresh flowers pretty much wherever you go. Especially when you get by like the lagoon there like right underneath the monorail because they have, you know, Mickey and Minnie, they have the 50th logo and everything. Yeah. It smells amazing over there. It does. And just seeing the over like kind of those little man-made lakes too, just the, the beds of flowers and all yes. the different colors. It's beautiful. It is. They even incorporated a 50 into one of them. Yeah. For the, it was just, you know, the little touches so is just gorgeous. I wish it never changed. I yeah. know. Yeah, and they have the butterfly house and they have, you know, little areas where um, they, you know, have spices and, and things like that. So it's, it's really cool to walk around and kind of peek yes. and look at everything. Yeah. Shout out to the Disney Horticultural because that yeah. th- that team is phenomenal. Uh, 100%. Amazing. They did a phenomenal job. Yeah. yeah. Always. Well, I feel like we can't end an episode because this one is long. So if you're still listening, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> but we can't end an episode without our hot takes. And we discussed this yesterday. Yes. And I think this is our hot take that third-party booths ruin festivals. Yes. And Period. I don't know how many people actually know that the booths are third-party. Right. So some that are easily known third-party. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Japan. Japan. Italy. Italy. Mm-hmm. Italy. Italy. <laughs> uh, France is a third party as well. Yes. Um, and I understand they have a markup that they, like, they have to pay Disney. Yep. But the pricing, so just, like, comparing mm-hmm. Germany to uh, Mexico, I got one drink and one thing, and my bill is $20, over $20. And you guys, we ordered everything in Germany for $35. Yes, correct. Not- and it's just, the food quality just wasn't worth it. No. No, and the, the portion size, too. Like, Yes. It was, like, as I was, as, because I'm not making my pregnant wife carry everything <laughs> to a table, but, like, as we were carrying all the things from Germany, like, it was heavy. Like, the food was heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in okay. Mexico, we had, like, a little wafer of a tostada that I was, like, afraid was going to blow away. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, my $8, though. <laughs> right into the wind. I will say, too, like, because especially when I do, like, the spreadsheets and things, which will link the spreadsheet that if you're going to the festival, you can, one, see all of our ratings. We'll put all of our ratings in it. Yeah. Um, the prices, and then it'll calculate what your budget should be. So when you get your gift card, it's mm-hmm. easy to know to keep yourself on budget. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I know they're not their third-party booths because the food item is so much more descriptive than non-third-party. Uh, like, Correct. if it's by Disney, it'll just be, like, potato pancake with applesauce. Yeah. That's a whole 
description. But yeah. any other, uh, if they were, if they were a third party, it would be like potato pancake, lightly fried, and blah blah blah. Like <laughs> yeah. it would like have this huge long. It would have the name of every apple in the sauce. Yeah, Correct. Would, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I just third party booths. I understand they're a part of what it is, but they ruin the festivals for me. I agree. Agreed. Just because I get they have to, you know, give Disney money, but. Come on now. I don't want to pay $9 for a taco. A no. single taco. Ah, uh, taco. Yeah. That's tiny. It wasn't even a big taco. No. But no. it was good, so I'd order it again. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. But that that is that is a festival hot take. Yeah. Totally. That maybe not a lot of people know. Yeah. But if you go to the festival and you have a favorite, let us know what it is. We'd love to hear your guys' feedback because we're always curious to what you guys love. Absolutely. And, I mean, some things that... We didn't agree on everything. Yeah. What we liked and what we didn't like, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You might be Team Colin or Team Bella or Team Bethany. You don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>